It's now time for Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast with host Johnny Rushing, the founder and lead investigator of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. We now take you to the studio for today's show. Here is Johnny Rushing. Welcome back, everybody. It's time for Cappy, the Real Paranormal, once again, here on a Saturday night in the beautiful, wonderful, illustrious town of Selma, Alabama. Selma, Alabama. John, you're in Selma. How does it feel? It's It just feels wonderful, Johnny. Does it's, it really? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. It's Selma. hot, though. It is hot. It's hot as it is, fire. I'm glad you said fire. Yes. I mean, I really am. I'm really, really glad you said fire. <laughs> it really <laughs> is, man. It, it. I don't know. I remember as a kid it being hot, but this is hot, hot. This is what hot wants to be when it grows up. But guess what? But Praise God for air conditioning. Yes. We also have other people in air conditioning, too. Because I think Beth Hello. and Tom, are y'all in air conditioning as well? Oh, yeah. We're in Plans whatever we can get. <laughs> They've got everything. Their dogs are even standing at the window going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was 119 heat index here today. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That is crazy hot. Yeah. I believe every degree of it, too. Me, too. Oh, wait. Who was that? That was Lydia. Lydia! What's happening? Enjoying that air conditioning like everybody else? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, John, here we are. We've got another show. You know what I wanted to do tonight? What did you want to do, Johnny? Every night, every Saturday night, we talk about the paranormal. We talk about Cappy and, you know, the way we do things and the real paranormal. That's That's why we named the show. Cappy the real paranormal. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know what I want to do tonight? Tell me, Johnny. I must know. I want to do some stories. Ooh, okay. Some spooky stories. Spooky stories. Spooky stories. That, that was kind of a spooky voice, Johnny. That was a spooky. That's very... That was a spooky spooky. Yes. What does everybody think? What do you think? Do you guys got some stories for the listeners to hear? Some Something that you've experienced or someone you've heard that has experienced. Something that would just kind of get their hair standing up. Oh, I've got a few. Yeah. If yeah, anybody... Can make the they're hair. Mostly, they're mostly we've already covered most of them, but I wouldn't cover them again. It's not that I'm I'm good with that. Awesome. If anybody right. can make the hair stand up on John's head, I'll pay him. Both of them. <laughs> Both hairs. <laughs> How much are you paying though? As many hairs that will stand up. Oh no. You get a dollar for every hair that stands up on John's head. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good contest. Uh huh. Stand John's hair up. Yeah, that's an awesome contest. It's gonna take a lot, Johnny. You that know how gonna, I am. That's gonna take a lot. Just to, not just to scare you, but just to get those hairs standing up. So now you don't have any. Yeah. Well, that, that, I have the two. My mic is haunted again. It's moving by yeah. itself. It there doesn't want you to talk. It doesn't want me to be here. <sighs> but you know, All speaking right. of hair, hair. Where do you go if you do have hair on your head? Michelle's? Go to the beauty salon. Yeah. Yeah, go to the beauty salon. Go to Michelle's. Michelle's a managing cosmetologist with 27 years experience. 27 years That's a, that's, that's over half my, half my life. That's only. a long time. She specializes in signature cuts, dimensional coloring, and highlights, textured waves, spatial waxing, and ear piercing. She's available Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays in her Montgomery location. Get this. She's also available for any time in your house. She's a traveling cosmetologist. She'll oh, come to you. Cool. Y'all give her a call, 334-306-0670. It's 334-306-0670. Set up an appointment today with Michelle's. All right, so let's do it. Let's let's tell some stories. I want to hear something, man. I want to hear some something spunky. You know? Hey, that sounds awesome. 
What do you? Let's let Lydia. Let's let Lydia go first. <gasps> Lydia. That is an awesome idea because she came in last, so she's penalized. That's right. There we go. Lydia, we're throwing you under the bus first. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> go for it. Give, well, us, give us, give us a good one. Scare me. Okay, so, well, I mean, I've always been into the paranormal, right? But yeah. I guess my first actual experience was when I was about eight, right around there. I was laying in bed one night, and I look over and I see a figure standing in front of my air conditioner. And it kept saying something to me. I couldn't understand what it was saying at first. So it comes closer, right? Just little by little, it gets a little closer. And it turns out it was saying what I assume was her name, Elsie. A little backstory would be that I have a great, great, great aunt named Elsie that I had never met, never heard of, never seen a picture of. Say the name again. Elsie. 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 It's kind of spelled like Alice but just oh, flip-flop Alice a couple C. letters around. Oh, it's Alice C. Alice C. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so I'm kind of foggy on what happened in between that, but at some point I end up being pinned down to my bed. She's got one hand around my throat and the other holding my legs down, and she's like straddling my waist, like sitting on top of me, just like staring into my eyes. Whoa. Right? So... It, you know, you've heard of sleep paralysis. Like, you can't move any part of your body. You're just laying right. there helpless. Right. So it was, it was kind of like that, but I was actually being, you know, held down. So I'm finally able to actually get out of the bed. Well, I mean, it felt like an eternity later. Wow. I go down the hallway. My grandmother's sitting in the living room, and I was telling her about it. And she goes, oh, well, you sound like, you know, you were having a bad dream. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but bad dreams don't leave bruises all over you. Right? Yeah. I had like fingerprints on my throat. I had fingerprints on my legs, big bruises. Wow. Wow. Good grief. That is, that is good. Is that in the house that you're living in now? It, uh, next door at my grandparents' house. Next door. I'm, I'm thinking we need to investigate. Hey, hey let's do it. Maybe you can send your grandparents on a date night. We can invade their home. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. You think they would be down for something like that? Maybe. I mean, they're, I guess they're they're open to the idea of us being on the team and, you know, what we do and yada, yada, yada. So maybe. Well, might have to talk a little something, something. Oh, yeah. Right. Let's do this. That'd be fun. Fine. That was technically uh, my first paranormal experience. I've never Te- experienced sleep paralysis. I know what it is, and I've I've, I've heard about it a million times. It's awful. I've never actually experienced that. So that'd be kind of. I have cool. several times. That'd be kind of cool. I guess probably when it's happened, it wouldn't be that cool. Well, no, <laughs> I right. guess not. Because I'm not. I'm not big on being held down, though. You know, right? I don't like being constricted oh. i'm not claustrophobic at all i've been in caves that you had to slither through you couldn't even crawl so i'm not really claustrophobic but if it's something forcibly holding me down uh-huh. I, I don't do well with that right well she showed me a picture my grandmother did of alcy and i was like look that's what she looked like she was wearing you know a dress similar to what she's got on in the picture like i've never heard of her never seen her didn't know nothing about her why is she in my bedroom 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. She showed you a picture of your, what was it, great-grandmother? Great, great, great aunt. Great, great, great aunt. And it was the picture, that person was the, the image of what you saw. Yes. Talk about confirmation. Yeah, definitely. Right. That's pretty cool. That's incredible. That is. I'll have to find that for y'all too. Yeah, definitely. That is. That's too cool. I'm actually. I think. I think she may have stood some hairs up. That's that about one. a. That's about a, a, a eight point five. Eight point five eight, on the eight, hair eight point, stand scale. Yeah. Wow. The, the bald head, hair stand up scale. <laughs> the the absence thereof yes the absence thereof scale <laughs> yeah that's that's too so cool, that's man. what uh 50 cents or so right there yeah that's maybe, yeah about about 50 cents yeah 50 cents put it on my uh <laughs> put it on my pickle order okay <laughs> all right so go beth, ahead, beth go ahead give us a good one well you know i don't have stories about me i have stories about my mother and that's fine we talked um, about story. lydia's great 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 aunt yeah, that's true. <laughs> but my mother um we were having a party one night i was little so i was in, involved but the adults were there and um they were just sitting around talking and stuff like that and my mother looked up and my brother, her her brother, is standing in the threshold between the dining room and living room, and he was not at the party. And she saw him, and then the phone rang, and it was uh, his wife telling her that he had died. Ooh, yeah, that was that was pretty. I remember when we we talked about that as a family with her other family members, and that's something that they all remembered it. She, she kind of waved and turned to say something to someone that was sitting there at the table and was going to get up and go greet him. She didn't know why he was there. All right. She stood up and he was gone. And as as she was trying to sit back down, their phone rang. Wow. And Visitation. Was family member. I think they lived out of state, didn't they? Did they, they lived live, in Florida. lived in Florida, yeah. They yeah. lived in Florida. But he hmm. just sort of tipped his head to her like, you know, hello. And she was going to speak to him and then he was gone. That's wow. crazy. That is incredible. I I had a similar experience to that uh, several years ago, working for the company that I work at now, actually, uh, but in in a different building. And uh, I was working, you know, I I run a printing press for people who don't know what I do. So I I keep my my shirt tucked in. I always keep my shirt tucked in. And it's because of the machinery. You don't want it to catch, you know, and pull you into it or whatever. And uh, I was just walking and i stopped and look at something tom would become a bill that's right exactly i stopped to look at something on the machine and i felt my shirt pull on the back of my shirt at at my hip line and it actually come up some you know when i look back and i thought someone was behind me had pulled my shirt and uh i I just passed it off as it was the way i moved or whatever well in a few minutes i looked up and the light's flashing on my cell phone and i answered it and it was Beth telling me that my mother had passed away. Oh and I always wondered, was that Whoa. her, you know, saying goodbye, tugging on my shirt? Trying to get your attention? Wow. Yeah. You remember that, Beth? I do. Yeah. I do. Wow. I had, I'd forgotten until you started talking about it. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of a weird thing that happened to me. I don't know how spooky that is, but it was just, 
at the time, after I thought about it, it did kind of kind of get me. You know, I was like, wow. Pretty dead you know, dumb. That was funny, that, yeah. No, I've got funny stories. I've got a funny story. but I Yeah, I was wondering. You said it was a funny one. Was... Family members. When she started talking about family members, I, I have a family member. If you want me to save it, I'll let somebody else go and tell it in a minute. But no, 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 no. Go, go, go. Hey, we had a member pass away, a member of our family pass away. And this has been when I was real, real young. I was probably maybe four, five, somewhere along in there, maybe six, but I don't think so. Anyway, my ex-father-in-law, which was a, he was nuts. A great, great guy, but nuts. And, and he, actually, he actually loved Beth to death. He talked yeah. the world of it. He was at this person's house a couple of days after they passed away. He went up there to do some work for, it was actually his niece's husband who had passed away. And he, he kept seeing, you know how we talk about when you see things out of the corner of your eye? Yeah. You know, peripheral vision. Yeah, he kept seeing that while he was in the house, you know, the whole time. And it kind of, you know, freaked him out a little bit. And he was a very superstitious guy anyway. I mean, he's a, you know, don't walk underneath a ladder, you know, don't open an umbrella in the house, that kind of guy, you know. And, uh, but as he walked out the front door to lock the front door, there was absolutely zero wind. And his niece had these big wind chimes that hung on each corner of the screened-in porch. And the wind chimes just started rattling with no wind or anything. I mean, you know, and it was right at dusk. And he freaked out so much that he just kind of punched the screen door as he went out. And it hooked his overalls on the back as he went through it. The handle did. And he ripped the screen door off the front of the house running to his truck. Wow. And, he, and, wow. He, and he would never go back to he would never go back to work on the house again. I don't think he ever went <laughs> no, back in it without he was somebody. Done. Said, he was done. See but him. he actually tore the screen door. And he told that story, I think, in front of Beth one time. He there. did. It was hilarious. Yeah, and it was hilarious. He, he just had but it but it's one of those things it wasn't really spooky, but yeah. he spooked himself so badly, you know, that that he just <laughs> lost it. You know, and went punched through this door and he said, I never look back. He said, I could feel the screen door hitting me on the back of the legs as I was running, I didn't care. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's too cool. Yeah, it was it was kind of it was kind of cool. It wasn't really spooky, but for for him it was pretty spooky. Oh yeah, he was spooked out big time. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was freaked out. He was never going, back. and he never did that I know of. He never went there alone again. You know what I'm saying? He just didn't do it. You know. Right, right. And we're he, talking a big man. We're talking too. about a big dude too. We're talking like six four, six five, three hundred pounds plus. I mean, mm -hmm. he was he was a big fella, but he just didn't. That wasn't his cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just he tell you real quick. If he was alive today, he would he would tell me you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy for doing this. You know, for getting into the paranormal. I mean, that's just that's just how how freaked out it would it was for him. You know how freaky it was for him. Right. That's too cool. I always like those whenever they uh, when they're there when they're there when they're there doing something like a worker or something, and and they're like, okay, yeah, and something happens, and they're like, I'm out, and you're like, I will yeah. like I you can fire me. <laughs> but you can fire me you can suspend me you can tell me i don't have to work there at that point anymore or whatever you can do whatever you want to but i'm not going back right yeah, yeah you I'm get just, those too. there's a lot of that goes on too you'd be surprised oh yeah oh, they, uh, there's a whole, whole lot of that goes on when my son was little uh the nanny i had she quit because there was a spirit in my house and it didn't like her 
Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I remember I remember that. It's been a long time ago. Corey's in his late mid to late thirties. Yeah. Wow. It's a long time ago. That's incredible. I had a um an experience when I was about ten or eleven probably. I guess about how old I was. Whenever I was doing young evangelism. And um I was staying at a, a minister's house. And this minister was going through a lot at the time. He was going through a, a, a whole lot. Um, I'm not going to say any names because he's still local and he's still ministering. But a uh, great guy, great guy. One of my mentors. Um, but his wife had left him. And uh, the denomination that he was a member of didn't believe in divorce or anything like that. And so it was, it was, a, it was a messy situation. So everybody at the church tried their best to spend as much time with him as possible, you know, just to keep his spirits up and keep his faith up, you know, and everything. So one night I was, it was a Saturday night. I remember that because he stayed up doing a sermon for the next day and I was asleep in the, um, he, he lived in a, um, in a house that had this long hallway, not like a, it was, wasn't really a shotgun house, you know, like the, the mirror or the picture frame story. But it was like, it was kind of like one of those, you couldn't look through the front and see out the back, but there was a long hallway that had all the rooms in it that was in the right. house and uh about three doors down on the left of that hallway is where i was at asleep and uh i heard something while i was asleep something moved or rattled in the room that woke me and i woke up and i i looked at the door and this was an older house so it wasn't like sealed or anything you know how them older houses yeah. you could see the light under and beside and on top of the door yeah <laughs> like it like the door was outlined in light when there was a light on outside Basically, so it was spooky though yeah it was one of those and so I looked up and I saw this light um, shining through because he, like I said, he was still awake. It was pretty late, but he was still awake doing a, working on a sermon for the next day. And uh, I, uh, I saw this light and it was really bright. It was brighter than what it should have been because it was the, the hallway light wasn't on, but the, the front of the house light was on. And there were a little sitting room, a little study. And uh, I, I saw someone walk in front of the door because they blocked out the light as they walked in front of the door. Yeah. Took about three or four steps down and then stopped, came back and then stood in front of the door. And I said, okay, you know, he's almost said his name. <laughs> he's, he's up, you know, and he, he's, he's coming to check on me or whatever, you know? So the door slowly opens and there's a figure standing there. And so I'm like, I'm good. You know, I'm good. Thanks. You know, are, are you okay? You, you need something or, <laughs> but he didn't say anything. He just stood there. And all I could see was the outline of a person. And then as the sleep and the weirdness started wearing off a little bit, I noticed, okay, this isn't the minister. This isn't the person that I know. Mm-hmm. His shape isn't right. His height isn't right. This isn't, this isn't the person I know. And so uh, I got out of bed, being the dumb Johnny that I am, when it comes to stuff like that, I always go towards it. But I walked over to, towards this shape, and it, it stepped out of the doorway and went back up towards the front of the house. And so I walk into the dark hallway and at the end of this hallway, there's a, like I said, a study there and the light is on in there. So you can see into that room through this long, dark hallway. And this figure is walking towards that room away from me at this point. And I said, Bobby, I'm just using a name. I don't want to say his real name. I said, Bobby, what are you doing? And he stops and turns. And about that time, I hear the minister behind me who was coming out of the uh, bathroom on the other end of the hall. He says, what are you doing up? Are you okay? (laughs) That moment (laughs) when you're thinking, okay, maybe it is him, but it doesn't look like him. 
but maybe my eyes are playing tricks on me or whatever. But then you hear that person behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you're like, freaky. okay, that's definitely not him. Yeah. <laughs> that's freaky. And so then I hear his voice say again, get in the room. And this is a very soft spoken person. He's very soft spoken, except for when he was behind the pulpit and then he was very fire and brimstone kind of a preacher. But, uh, and the Lord said, yeah, yeah. But, uh, he was normally a very soft-spoken person, but his voice, I could just hear urgency and danger and fear and regret and all that in in his voice. And so it, it actually scared me the way his voice sounded when he said, get back in the room. And so I did. And when I did, the door slammed, almost hitting me. I did not shut the door. It just slammed. He wasn't at the door yet. Neither was the figure. It was all the way at the front of the hall, and he was at the back of the hall. So the door just slammed, and then I hear footsteps running up towards the front of the house. I asked him several several times that weekend what that was, what happened, and he said you, it was a bad dream. You had a bad dream. But I could always tell when he was telling me something that he thought would protect me, you know. So I, he never would tell me. But I want to end the story with this. That same house, he later on, just a few days later, he blessed the house and because of something being there. You know, he would just moved there, and so now he's blessing the house. About two, right. two, wow. maybe, maybe, maybe three weeks, less than a month later, a huge storm comes through Selma. Huge storm, tear a lot of tore a lot of stuff out, out this way. Up, he lived right off of two nineteen. Listeners will know where that's at. And uh, there was a huge oak tree in his front yard. I mean, huge. You, you could tell this thing was old. His neighbor calls him on the phone and says, "You got to get home." And he says, "Why?" He says, "The storm." hit your tree in front of your house and it knocked the tree down. So the first thing the minister thought was, oh Lord, my house is gone. Because he's thinking this huge tree, it's bigger than my house. If it falls on my house, it's going to obliterate it. He gets there and uh, the neighbor across the street that lived across the street from him, he always used to try to get him to go to church and he says, I don't believe in all that God stuff and you know, that churchy stuff. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But he would always work on him and say, you know, you need to come and visit, you know, come and talk to us and, you know, and everything. And, well, he gets back home, and his neighbor's sitting there in front of his house looking at it, scratching his head, and he gets out, and he said, is that invitation to church still open? And he said, yeah, of course. And he said, I'll be there Sunday morning. And he said, okay. He says, but you really scared me about my house. He said, it didn't hit my house. He said, he said, Brother Bobby, that's not his name, but you know, Brother Bobby, that tree fell on your house. This big oak fell on your house and hit your house. He said, that tree bounced off of your house and fell where it's at now. Wow. 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 That guy's still at that church today. Well, he's still a member of the church. The church isn't there anymore, but he's still a member of that church. That's wild. That's awesome. That that twinked him. (laughs) But I always always love that story because um, of what I experienced that night, of whatever that was. And I'm sure it it, it was the the demon of whatever thing that was going on in his life at the time. And when he rebuked it and blessed the house, he put a uh, force field over that house. Yeah, he kind of covered everything. Yep. Yeah, and his his neighbor said that, that tree. Awesome. He said, "I wasn't lying to you. The tree did hit your house." He said, "It bounced off like a rubber ball." So, wow. always always, always like that. Yeah, that's a cool. That's a cool story. Yeah, that's very cool. John, yes, <laughs> you're up. I believe it's your turn. Okay, I think I can do this. All right, gonna gonna tell you a little story. That's how it goes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> When I was in high school, uh, uh, my best friend uh, and I were pretty much inseparable. 
uh, we would go, you know, pretty much anywhere, everywhere. You know, everyone thought we were brothers. We look, we even look alike. Um, every dear God, there's two. Dun dun dun. So, uh, we were we would spend the night over at each other's house, you know, that kind of thing. And then uh, there was one night where uh, I I got up in the middle of the night. They had to, you know, go and take care of, you know, bathroom stuff. You had to pee. I had to pay. I, 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 thought, I do believe he said he has to pee. Um, and so I, I, you know, go down the hallway and I see this figure walking up the stairs toward me. Well, at the time, uh, my friend's uh, half-brother was staying in one of the rooms uh, you know, right next to where I was staying, so I figured it was him coming in late because he was a nurse and he had he worked all sorts of strange hours. Then I heard him uh, snoring in the room next to me, and this figure kind of you know, came up the stairs. I can't remember if it actually looked at me, Johnny. Could have been a residual. Could have just been you know something that happened you know over yeah. and over again. Yeah. But. Uh, this this uh, uh, you know figure walks up and just kind of turns and, and goes down into the uh, basically the uh, where the laundry room upstairs was. That I mean, to my knowledge, that house was built for my friend's family, and there was nothing beyond that. You know, the where the laundry room was. So I mean, that was my one of my first. Uh, experiences with a uh with a spooky with the spooks <laughs> with the spooks with the spookies the that's spookies. pretty wild yeah i mean it was for for a 14 year old kid that's pretty oh, scary yeah. so yeah i bet i bet i mean uh, you know it's not it's not a lydia story where i was held down or anything but I put it this way: I had to clean the hallway floor because um, I never. You never made it to the, the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I noticed that. I, I noticed the bathroom wasn't part of the rest uh, of the nope, story. So, nope. so you didn't make it. Nope, didn't make it. <laughs> His mom was. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder about about what Lydia was talking about because I've had it in, in recently in the last few years. I had a night terror like that one time. Uh, Beth, I think will remember it where I had to, I felt like it was a dream. We were in a house that was built for us, so there'd never been any other people that lived there, you right. know. Right. But where I felt like I was being held down and couldn't yell and that type of stuff. And it's just interesting that I say that about not having anyone live there before us when she told the story the other night about seeing the mist in my son's room downstairs. Because I that yeah. was just kind of, and I put those two together after that show, and I was like, wow. You know, maybe there was something to that. You know what I'm saying? And, and right. Lydia kind of reminded me of that night terror when she, you know, said that. And I, I kind of put that together. I was like, wow, maybe there was something to that after all. Yeah. I mean, this that's a strong possibility, right, Johnny? Oh, yeah. But that's what you said. The house was built for those people. Right? Exactly. They're, they're, so there shouldn't have been, I you mean, would think, you know, that you there think. wouldn't have been any there before them. Right. Nothing there before them. Yeah. Correct. Uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, th- uh, that's the thing. Of course, we all, you know, as... Uh, you know, paranormal investigators, we know that, you know, nothing actually, you know, as far as 
you know, someone died in this house. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be or not going to be an entity right. there. Right. But. Right. I mean. But you always kind of look for that. You know? Yeah. They, anyway. Tell yeah. tales as, as to history of, of a location. Exactly. Yeah, but remember, right. it doesn't have to have a history either, though. It could be yeah. a brand new place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and property, those are good not so much. Of that. Right. Those are good yeah. examples of that. Yeah, yeah, it really is. That's 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 one of the myths out there about the paranormal is that it has to be old or someone had to die there. <laughs> oh, built on Indian well, burial grounds or something dun, like dun. that. Yeah, but it doesn't. Well, I noticed. I noticed. I noticed you use the term residual. <clears throat> is there, John? Do you think there's a any type possibility of a residual adapting itself to its surroundings? No. Or do you think it's just no? No. Well. Okay. I mean, I just wondered, you know. I mean, if it if it goes on to um, happenings, you know, of what's going on now, I guess it would, but it, not really in a sense though, because like if there was a pathway that that residual walked in life, um, the whole time, you know, it, right, and it was able to record that. You know how residual works. We've talked about yes. that. Yes. Um, but if it's uh. Like there's a building there now, and it walks through a wall. You know, I guess if someone says, "Well, that's why you know ghosts can walk through walls," <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just a residual yeah. going through there. It's not right. it, that wall wasn't there exactly. 75 years ago or 120 years exactly. ago. Yeah, but yeah, no, it won't. It, it, it can't adapt itself to the um, to to the present because it's it's still just that recording. It's not something that right. Can adapt. It, so it's just a it's just a coincidence that it you know, came through that particular area, you know, and that particular area still happens to be a hallway, even though it's a new home or still happens to be right, an open room. Right, right, right. I got you. Okay. How would that, it get that up, was all I was saying. How would it get up? A, <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. I was going to say, if that, I mean, I was on the second floor. So I guess it wouldn't be a residual because residual wouldn't know to go up those stairs. Unless that was part of the pattern. But the, right, the house wasn't right, there. Yeah. But the house wasn't there. But maybe there was another house there. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Or a hill. Well, it, yeah. Shades Mountain. Yeah. That's kind of why I asked that question but, because I wondered about that about if that house is you know didn't have it you know if there was nothing there before but a second story you know what I'm saying that right would it adapt itself to that would it you know what I'm saying. So that's why I asked that question. So what what I'm what I'm understanding is, we have a location. We're gonna we have a location that right. was built for a specific family or specific purpose. Right. Nothing previously has ever that you know we have in history happened at that location, and say it's got three floors. Right. And the owner repeat uh, reports seeing an entity on the third floor mm -hmm. would it be possible for that entity to be a residual yes i mean yeah because just because it's the third floor doesn't mean that that the ground wasn't at the third floor at that time right yeah, the, the earth that's, is always evolving yeah and we and we you've seen before they clear out a clearing to build a house or a building or what have you, it, it, the, the first thing you see is bulldozers and excavators and stuff like that, where they're 
point right. where they're flattening it out to level it and stuff like that. So yeah, it could be possible that it would still be an ent- or uh, not an entity but a residual. But whenever see there, we, when that walk or that there. routine was done, it was on a hill that measured to the third floor. Huh. So yeah, that that could be possible. Okay. But now see have, there, we, have turn, it, we turn that into a learning moment. How about that? Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> I like it when that happens. Exactly. Well, Johnny, I have a question about the dark figure that you saw. Okay. Was it a shadow person or was it uh, an apparition? What What do you, what what do you, think, do you it think it was? I think it was demonic. I, I really do. I think demonic. It was, yeah, I think it was okay. demonic. Um, I think it was there because of the circumstances that was going on uh-huh. in, in, in this spot, individual's yeah, that's life. That's a good analogy, right? Yeah, I really do. I think it was demonic. I don't know that 100%, but I, I, if I had to put a, um, a a label on it, I would probably say it was demonic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I just asked because of that one that I saw here next to Eddie's dad, my brother's dad. And yeah. when it turned, it was flat. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I was wondering, but that was that sounds that sounds like a shadow person there. Yeah, yeah, the second dimension. dimension. (laughs) I miss shadow people. I haven't seen one in a long time. Maybe when we start back up again, maybe I'll start seeing them again. That's how it used to be. Yeah, we've talked about that on here too. Where how 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 my shadow person would visit me every time we'd start back investigating again. That's the story I should have told. Yeah, yeah. Do we have an investigation Saturday? I don't know yet. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, we, we okay. didn't have a chance to. Uh, Th- things happened. Yeah, today's been kind of crazy. Yeah. We didn't get to come over as no, early. No worries. Yeah, no we, worries. we we literally had about an hour and a half to to really pound the payment today. It's just been crazy. Yeah. The last yeah, couple of cool. days have been really crazy for me. They really have. Cool. The last few days have been kind of nuts, but uh. They've been monkey balls for me the last couple of days. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's what was was really, you know, as far as uh, busy days, finding time to get your hair done if you're a lady. Oh my goodness. That is that is like one of the biggest things. It it surprises me. I just cannot get over how financially and emotional people are over their hair. Some people. Some people. Some yeah. people. Not everybody. I just cut mine off, so I obviously do not have an emotional attachment. No. Nope. Or maybe that's why I'm growing this long beard. Yeah. Because it's a compensation. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. I can't grow it on the top, so I'll do it on the bottom. So so where would you go to, to get your uh, uh, hair styled if you were, were uh, obsessed with your hair? The only place I can think of is 6754 Taylor Circle in Montgomery, Alabama. 6754 Taylor Circle. And where is that? In Montgomery, Alabama. That is Michelle Salon. Michelle Salon. Okay. 27 years. Let that sink in. 27 years. Over half my life. Experience in um, haircuts, dimensional coloring, highlights, texturing, weaves, waves, facial waxing, ear piercing. That's a, Wow. I, don't, I couldn't even imagine spending 27 years mutilating people. I mean, fixing people's hair. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but yeah, she's available. Call her, 334-306-0670. She is also the sponsor of our show tonight. Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yep. 
All right, so cool. Definitely get it. Get there. Um, you can get her on Facebook, Instagram. Just go to Hair by Michelle. Hair by Michelle. Yep, on Facebook and Instagram. 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 Is that Instagram. how you say it? It is okay. Instagram. I know nothing about any of that stuff. I don't have Instagram. I don't have the, the bird. social media. What is the bird tweeting? Twitter. Twitter. Tw- uh, actually, it's not Twitter. Tweety. No. <laughs> Tweety. Tweety. That's funny. Is it Tweety now? Really? Well, I didn't know it changed names. Well, Tweety bird. Are you just being facetious, or did it really? No, no, it changed the name. It, it's now what X. Yeah, X. Now the X. See, I don't know dun, any of this dun, stuff. Dun. I'm just I'm 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 new to Facebook. I'm only a few years into Facebook, so I mean I just don't know about this stuff. God. Well, back on topic for for a second. Let me ask you a, something. And, and I, I tried to rack my brain today thinking about this. I know that when I was young, I used to hear my parents tell stories of of uh-huh. crazy things that that they they experienced. Do y'all remember? Ever hearing your parents tell stories like that? You know, oh. sitting around with their friends or whatever when you were younger. Do, does anybody have any memories of that? Because I've tried to remember some of the stories. I know there were stories, but I can't remember them. Don't. And I just wondered if y'all if y'all ever experienced that. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> My, parents My mom didn't. was very um, sensitive. She would have certain moments in her life that um, she well, for one thing, one one of the, one of the things that I really loved about it about you know, the way she would experience the paranormal and stuff and intuitiveness. And, uh, she would hear, um, sweet chariots and swing low, sweet chariots. Oh, really? Yeah. She oh, would wow. hear me Yeah. She would hear that. Sweet and, uh, that would, that would mark the, um, the passing of, of a relative within just, a, uh. within just a few days. She'd hear that song and, there'd be a passing of a relative. Now, was she hear it like on yeah. the radio? No, no, or no, no. Just, just hear it in her head. In her head. Yeah. She just hear it in her head. Yeah. Like that I, is I, you incredible. Know, sometimes stuck in your head. She wouldn't hear it. You know, other people couldn't hear it as well, but she would be the only one that could hear it. And then, but she always said that if she heard that song, she, she, someone was going to pass away. And it, it did. She proved it a few times. You know, she'd say, Hey, I heard swing low, sweet chariots. Wow. So, Something's going to happen, and sure enough, you get a phone call. Aunt Ooh. Sue or Uncle Fred passed away this morning. So Wow. That was, uh, she was always really fascinated with the paranormal, and she said that they did experience stuff growing up. Uh, she grew up in Walker County. So they did have ghosts in Walker County. They were just all rednecks. So. Spring low, yeah. sweet cherry. <laughs> Moonshine rednecks. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> it's not but moonshine. Yeah, she grew Johnny. up in Jasper, Alabama. She said that there was some yeah. uh, some crazy, crazy stuff that would go on there, and she would talk about stuff like that. But you know, she didn't like talking to me about uh, the paranormal hmm. that much. I don't Real. know if she felt What's that I was. I guess because I was so much into it and and studying yeah. it and everything, I think she felt like uh, that I would critique her or something like that or, or Johnny Russian this stuff is the devil yeah yeah kind of like the that devil. Yeah. she didn't want to uh, add to it I guess I, that, I, that's a theory I don't know we never really discussed why but yeah she but she did say she did have some that's a good a good point that Tom made that you know especially in the older uh, south you know the, the, those occurrences definitely happen they called them different things like Hanks and haunts right. and stuff yeah. like that but yeah. um but yeah, they they did happen. Well, you know, the only one I ever the only one I ever really remember was the one I told you recently about my mom with the with seeing my grandmother, yeah. you know, a couple of times in a night, and then asking an older lady, 
great deal older than my mom and my mom was on up in years at that point uh, and her saying you know however many times you saw her it's how many times she'll how many days how many days until she's gone and is that coming true you know and that that's yeah. i was just trying to rack my brain because i know i've heard stories like that from my parents and uh so those kind of stories are very interesting to me too the the old stuff that's been passed down you know from from generation right. to generation right uh yeah those are all kind of cool you know intuitiveness and 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 psychic and and all that i'm kind of known throughout the paranormal as a psychic buster they don't really like talking to me because i expose them for what they are they block you on facebook yeah. it's hilarious <laughs> they ghost me big time yeah but, which uh, is funny yeah Ghosting but, which is paranormal but you know there are some out there that that, that do have that ability I, I mean i have to believe in that you know being a paranormalist i have to say if i if i'm i'm Big enough to say that there, there, that there are ghosts, you know, and spirits out there. Then I have to be, you know, less vulgar to say that there is a definitely a psychic. Well, I'm kind of, there I'm too, kind of so. the same frame of mind you are when it comes to paranormal investigation. As far as people with psychic ability goes, I think the people who don't ask anything for it, they're more, to me, they're more legitimate than the ones who are trying to sell something. You know, more they're, they're saying I can, right. yeah, I can do this. I can do this for you for a fee. You know what I'm saying? Right. To me, yeah. that I, that automatically puts up a red flag for me. If they if a person has that ability and they they're really trying to help, they're not going to ask you for money. Exactly. They'll, they'll just exactly. Help you. As a matter so of fact, that someone was, who is actually a psychic uh, does have that ability, or a sensitive, or a medium, or anything like that. That it, that does actually have that ability. Nine times out of ten, you're never going to know it because it's not yeah, something they're going to go around. Yeah, there's not something they're going to go around and say, "Hey, I'm a psychic." You know, or that's hey, my name. Yeah, you know, they don't the go around talking about it and stuff like that. They don't go around and get on television shows where their mom drives them exactly. to different places. And yeah, I'm that, talking about people, a to me, particular more, one. More likely to be real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if they're offering and they're offering their services with for money, nine times out of ten, they're 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 not real. Or a retreat like a camp that you go to, and they'll give you psychic water to help you yeah. open your third yeah. eye. And right, 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 right. Holy crap. Yeah, my forehead looks bad enough. I don't yeah, want my no. eye to open on my forehead. I, I think I, no. I think people would, would shun be, away from me if I had that. Johnny that Strange. Open, you know? <laughs> that would not be pretty. I don't think so either. There's nothing pretty well, about me anyway. Better eyesight than my other. Yeah, then I think I have better yeah. eyesight than my other. Now, if he can see better, print, yeah, if he can see better, yeah, I'll take that. Print, right, right, right. Car, car, car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we almost. Instead of finding spirits, we almost became spirits today because John can't drive a car. Oh, no. John almost hit a car. If it hadn't been for John's car, we would have hit a car. We would not have hit the car. The car literally took over. It said, John, you don't know what you're doing. I'm taking over. It literally hit the brakes and stopped. Uh My foot was on the brakes. It would not have hit. I would not have hit the other car. But did you or the car break? Honestly, did you the, or the car, car break? took over? But my foot That's was right. already Thank on you. the brake because the it has it has a certain me air. me and the car knew that you were going to hit that other car. I was I wasn't <laughs> going to hit the other car. We just knew it. No, nope, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to hit the other car, Johnny. I think all your argument is over when when your car takes over. When your car says, yeah. "Okay, you're done. <laughs> I'm taking over." It. Yeah, if the yeah. Car had to do it. You're fine. Yeah, right. you're done. <laughs> you're behind the eight ball on that one. Exactly. Behind the cat ball. <laughs> yep, monkey ball. The monkey balls. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if the ability is actually there, then 
the uh, desire to um, uh, advertise that is not. Yeah. So I mean that that kind of thing is, it would to me it would fall more into of a calling versus a a, a job or, or, or right, that kind of thing. Right. 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 More. more. Yeah, I never looked yeah. years ago. We were going down to Gulf Shores, right there where where Gulf Gulf Shores Parkway and the Foley Express separate. Yeah. Yes. There used to there used to be a meeting right there. And she had these signs out, you know, Miss So and So, come have your palm red. And yeah. Call me now. And it was it was right after a hurricane had came through, and there was an SUV parked in the driveway that had a big tree right through the middle of it. And I remember looking at Beth going, "Huh, you think she'd have seen that coming?" Right. You know what? You know what? That's so funny that you said that. You know what? Let me tell this. This happened. Uh, my late wife was super into um, uh, psychics. Super into it. Um, that's the one thing about the paranormal that she really loved. She didn't really care for any of the other stuff. She she believed in ghosts. And uh, she even recognized her grandfather. And like when I asked him, asked her what was going on and why this person walked through the bedroom. She's like, oh, that's granddaughter. That's grandpa. Don't worry about it. You know, she was just like nonchalant. It's just like it's an everyday thing. But she wasn't really into that part of it, but she was really into psychics. And I used to tell her, I said, you're wasting your time and my money. Because she would call that back then. The big thing was Psychic Friends Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Cleo. What, what was the singer's name? Dion? Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick used to do that little show when they would come on and you would call them up and everything. But she passed away in 95. And, uh, about three months after she passed away, <laughs> the Psychic Friends Network called. She she called them so much and spent so much of my money on it that uh, when she didn't call anymore, they called wanting to know, hey, why, where, you know, why aren't you been calling? And I had so much fun. I was in a bad spot. <laughs> I really was. Mentally, I was in a bad spot because it was my, you know, my life. And uh, that helped. That really did. When they called, it helped me. It helped me calm down a little bit because I was like, okay, seriously, she's been dead for like three weeks. <laughs> How did you right, not exactly. know that? <laughs> you didn't know this. You're so intuitive to what's been going right? on in her life. You're right? calling trying to get more of her money and she's not here anymore. So yeah, that that, is, that, that right there is, paints the picture for me of a of true psychic ability in America. And I, I promise really you, you weren't the only person that ever happened to. Dude. Oh, yeah. absolutely. No, no, no. You know. Yeah, so, yeah, that's sad. Isn't it? That's sad. Yeah, that people, that people prey upon other people that way. It's horrible. But now I will say I went to a... Um, I guess I can say it because it's 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 public. It's I went to the um, Sloss Furnace. Sloss Fright Furnace or just um, the Sloss Furnace? No, the Fright. The, the, the little fright. haunted house thing they do every year. Or I think they don't do it anymore. No, I think that, they used to. They, I think they're still doing it. Oh, they are? I, I don't think they're billing it as the Fright Furnace. Yeah, I went there and, and the scariest thing that happened to me was I hit my head on a low-hanging pipe as we was going down the stairs. Ow. Did and, it hurt the pipe? No, but it, it cut me. I was bleeding like oh. a like a stuck pig. Yeah, bad. I was bleeding bad. But uh, and everybody there like that worked there was just like, I'm sorry, you're okay. The nose is like I'm like, you know, I blood pouring from my forehead. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. This red stuff isn't paint like you. You, have you, you would think they'd be attraction. like, oh, please let us take you and let you sit down, or let's take you to the medic, or you know, please don't sue us, kind of thing. But you know, they were just like, whatever. Okay, and watch where you're going, dummy. You know, kind of thing. Right. But Run at the end of the it, bar. at the end of it, I don't know if you, have you ever been to the Sloss Fright? Uh, yes. I've okay. Been. You know how after you come out, they've got all those people out there, like the vendors. They, yes. got, they got the scary people that come up and try to scare you. Yeah. And then they have like the psychics and the vendors that sell stuff in on the dark side kind of thing, you know. And, yeah. Um, well, I had stopped because, for a laugh. We had stopped at the psychic and it was a young girl. She was probably mid twenties and she had her little 
crystal ball and table set up and everything. And for like 20 bucks, she'd read your future for you. Oh, wow. And so I was like, oh, you yeah, know, that'd be kind of cool. Let's do that. And so I did that. At the time, I was doing a, I was in the um, emergency medicine and law enforcement and firefighting. And it was, that was me. That's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I had no desire, want, need, or desire to go and do anything else. I knew that I was going to die doing that. Emergency, yeah. emergency services. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to be that. You know, I, I wanted to be the, the guy on the ambulance. I wanted to be the guy at the Red Cross disaster and stuff. That was me. That's all I would ever do. I mean, that's it. I had no desire to go anywhere else. She told me during that little session that I was going to leave my current profession and I just grinned at her and I said no I'm not <laughs> she said no yeah you really are and I was like, I'm really not I'm very happy where I'm at I'm doing what I was born to do you know that was my soulmate of careers I'm not going anywhere you know I'll retire and die doing this and uh, that'd be like someone come up to me now and saying you're leaving the paranormal now. you know it was that bad and, I, and John always tells me when I say, well, I don't know how many more years I got. And he's like, shut up, man. I'm going to be pushing you in a wheelchair. Doing yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll hold your colostomy right. bag and, right. you know, just come on. Let's right. go. <laughs> so, but yeah, she said, you're going to be changing careers and you're going to be moving away. I'm like, I, I was born here where I'm, where I live, not there, but where I live, I was born there. I'm never going to leave there. It's my spot of heaven. I, I'm not going anywhere and I'm not losing or leaving my job. I'm not doing it. it Less than six months later, my entire life changed. I left. I left the career that I thought I would never ever leave. I uh, I moved away, and, and she was spot on, like one hundred percent spot on. I don't know if it was a quinky dink. That's one heck of a quinky dink, Johnny. Or what? But yeah, she was spot on. But yes, yeah, she was charging. That or know? she caused it to happen. That might be what it is. Maybe she put a spell on me. She put she a spell on yeah. me. <laughs> That's the only well, thing I've I heard some of. psychics talk about how much energy it takes to um, do what they do. Right. That 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 they charge because of that. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds, don't, that's out there. Is there like a like a gumball machine they get more energy out of? <laughs> that would be my. I mean, it did. Can, can they have like a special plug? They plug themselves into a wall, and then they have to pay the you know what the psychic power. It's the Jacob's ladder. Yeah, you yeah. know the way the way I look at it is like this: if you're a psychic and you're real, and you're you really do have that ability uh-huh. of, of whatever level or 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 plate on that dimensional ability that you that you lay. And you can do it, and, and you're true, and, and you're not scamming people or anything like that. And you want to do that to help people. And the only way you can do that is not to work at JCPenney's, you know, full-time because you got to do this full-time. And you've got to pay your bills, and you got to eat. And everybody likes something over their head, whether it be tin or wood. So, why, <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I randomly laugh because of John doing stuff to make me laugh. I want people to know that. <laughs> but um, if you've got to do that to charge, to pay your bills and to feed you and your children or your family, but you're not scamming people, I don't have a problem with it. I really and truly don't. I know that there's a lot of people in the paranormal that just said, what? <laughs> because I do. What you, you know, about I always have an issue with people charging you know, money for that. But if you've got to do that, to survive and you're helping people, I don't see a problem with that. What's wrong with that? Mm-mm. No, 
You know, there'd be nothing wrong with that. The part that gets me is the that's the one percent. You know, that's the that's that's not even the one percent. That's the point zero eight percent. Yeah, that's what I say. Right. Yeah, the rest Very of them. Of yeah, the right. rest of them are out there just scamming people. And and I want to make I want to for everybody that's listening tonight because I don't I never want to say anything I can't back up. Right. Okay, go for it. I want to put a challenge out there, John. Dun dun dun. I was waiting on this. I want to put a challenge. All right, challenge it. Come on. I want any and all psychics, self-proclaimed, got a book in your name, have a television show. I don't care. I want any psychic out there that can hear my voice right now to contact us. And I invite you to come on the show. Literally, come on the show. You can come in the studio and sit right there. There's there's a, another chair in case for those that can't see. There's <laughs> there's another chair. You can come in the studio and talk with us. You can join us via Zoom. I don't care how you do it, but I'll I'll challenge any psychic to come here and prove to me that they honestly are psychic and they do have that ability. I will hand them five crisp one hundred dollar bills. Oof. All right, yeah, everyone. Contact us at happyparanormal.com. What was that again, Beth? Happyparanormal.com. Click on contact us. All right. C-A-P-I paranormal.com. Contact us. Uh, Johnny's throwing, throwing the gauntlet out. Uh, Five crisp $100 bills, John. Dun, dun, dun. On the table. That was a pretty cool sound. Don't do that <laughs> They can have it. If they prove to me 100% that they are psychic. I don't care if you're out there charging people right now, not charging people right now. Come to me, prove it to me. I will gladly pay. The 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 the, the challenge has been set. Awesome. Bring it. All right, John. Yes. I don't think I'm gonna have to pay anybody any money unless it, unless a uh, sloss furnace girl shows up. If she walks through the door, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna run. And, and the last thing you'll hear from me is. Have five hundred dollars. Oh, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny! No, I'm I'm kidding. Even her, anybody, if they could come in here and prove to me without a shadow of a doubt that they have that ability, five crisp one hundred dollar bills. Wow! Done. All right. Of course, it's monop- Of course, it's monopoly money, but uh, you know, don't tell them all everything. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I don't. I don't even want to joke around. That is real. American tender, one hundred dollar no, no. bills. I will give that was, to them. The, the idea was the real ones would know that already. So that's yeah, exactly exactly. exactly. <laughs> this is They'd your test. Know. Yeah, the real ones aren't going to call in because they're like, well, we already know this. Exactly. You're, you're, they know you're, it's monopoly money. Uh-oh. Right, you're faking. We know yeah, it. Yeah, no. The fake ones are going to try though. Oh my. You know what I should say? What? I, I should say that um, if they come in and prove it to me, that I'll give them $500. But if they can't prove it to me, they have to give me $500. But I'm not going to do that. Oh, that's even better. That's yeah. Even better. You're not going to get anybody. No one's going to do it. That's why. If they were true, they would come in and say, okay, no problem. And not even bring any money with them. Because they're like, I know I don't need it. He's going to pay me. I'm not paying him. Well, hey. But that doesn't happen. So if they're real and they can prove it to me, then yeah okay done is that cool awesome that's awesome awesome okay all right the challenge has been set y'all y'all contact us at cappy c-a-p-i paranormal.com cappy paranormal.com what else can you do when you go on there john can you, is that all you can do is just contact us oh no no you, you can meet the team you can check out our gear page 
Uh, wait, wait. They can see what we look like? Yeah, Johnny. It, that it, would lose half our radio listening audience. Well, I mean, or, well, the thing is, you, if, we you lose, could, if you looked and saw me and you, would you still listen? But Beth's on there, too. Oh, Beth is on there. Beth's on there. We're good. We're good. We're Especially good. for the men. <laughs> and, and, and for the. Uh, Tom's kind of pretty, too. I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, Tom's kind of pretty, too. We got two two big yeah. demographics right there. Yeah. <laughs> Lydia. Hey, Lydia. Lydia's a looker. Yeah, she'll, I mean, she'll get on Sorry, there Preston. Too. Preston's not so good looking. Well, Preston I mean. Uh, yeah, he's oh, not so Preston's good looking. Preston's a handsome fella. I'm better looking than Preston any day. I'm not really. I'm no, not really. well, I mean, come on. <laughs> Preston's pinky looks better than me. I'm just kidding. Trust me. That's but I'm not on the page yet, though. <gasps> oh, you will be. You will be. All right. Well, you better get on there. Get her on there so we can get Have people to come. Have you sent me a picture? I will. I'll send it later. Uh, yeah, okay. Th- I heard that two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. Sorry. Get on the ball. Oh, well, she's <laughs> they've been kind you're, of busy. You're so you're so fired, you're rehired. <sighs> <laughs> Guys, I think I would love to just go ahead and say thank you for being here tonight. Okay. Then say that. Okay, thank you for being here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. It's been an awesome show. I love each and every one of you guys. I want you to do me a huge, huge favor. Go out there and see Michelle at 6754 Taylor Circle in Montgomery. You know what, John? It's right there close to East Chase. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you can go eat, shop, and then go get your hair did. Both of them. Or not in that order, necessarily. You can do it anywhere you want to. And Go she see Michelle. She can, do, she can do it all, man. She's been doing it for 27 years, man. Both my hairs. She can do it easy. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Both she can do my it easy. <laughs> Go visit Michelle at 67, what was it? 54 Taylor Circle, Montgomery, Alabama. And if you don't want to do that, guess what? What? She'll come to you. She'll Give her a call at 334 306 334-306-0670. And she'll come to, come to your house. Uh, or to your job. She's done that before, too. My, my job wouldn't, wouldn't boss walks, The boss walks in. Where'd all this hair come from? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, just give her a call. She can do it all. Uh, what did we give say earlier? Call. The she coloring, the highlights, the textures, the weaves, the waxes, the everything. Piercings, everything. So Ooh. just give her a call. Three three four three zero six zero six seven zero, or if you don't want her to come to your house because you are weird about that, then just go to six seven five four Taylor Circle, Montgomery, Alabama, and she'll get you hooked up. That's awesome. Hooked up like a buttercup. Give her a call. She can do it all. Call Michelle's. <laughs> Michelle's. Michelle. Thank you guys for being here, Beth and Tom. Thank you. Oh yeah. Hey, our pleasure. As always, Lydia. Thank you for joining us. I enjoyed it. Me too. Let Preston know that we're we're praying for him to get better. Big hugs. I will. Big big hugs. big giant hugs from Elmo too. Elmo says big hugs for Preston. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you. Join us again next Saturday at seven p.m. Same ghost time, same ghost channel. We will we'll see you then. I want you guys to do me a huge favor. Same time this week. I don't care if it's a friend, family member, or someone you meet on the street. Make at least one person smile because that's exactly what we need the most of right now. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next Saturday. And remember, we're getting closer to that investigation show where we're going to do a live investigation right here on Cappy, the real paranormal. Thank you guys so much. We love y'all. See you next week.
Have a paranormal week. This has been Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast, a presentation of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. Please tune in again for the next episode and download any previous episodes wherever you get your favorite podcast. Thank you.